Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good evening and grand rising or good morning and grand rising. We are here in 2023 with another episode of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator and your storyteller for this evening. If you are where I am or this morning, if it happens to be morning where you are. Today's episode as we step into the new year is going to be phenomenal to say the least for me i feel like i have to go back to my old self when i first started doing this podcast and i used to go to church all the time with you all so just prepare yourselves today because i am definitely going to go to church today i haven't done a live podcast in a while so i'm happy to be here i know you guys can hear the excitement in my voice because we are going to get into it tonight we are definitely going to get into it tonight Today's show is entitled Initiation into Hoodoo Spiritism. And I know there's so many of you who already feel like you know what spiritism is. You may even consider yourself a spiritist. Then there are some of you sitting at home saying, Seer, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Well, I ask only if you could be humble enough to just stick with me to the end of this episode. I promise you tonight this morning wherever you are i'm going to enlighten you but my my i hope to inspire you more than just enlighten you so before we get into it i do want to offer a big thanks to all of our listeners and supporters who have kept us on the air and literally have made the who to chill podcast the number one podcast on all streaming platforms i thank you all so much and i look forward to where we are going in the future with this ministry So thank you so much for being with us and being a part of our family. Spiritism, as described by the late philosopher and mystic Alan Kardec, Spiritism is a religious science dedicated to the relationship and communications between spirits and human beings. Now, hoodoo and spiritism. For centuries, the doctrine of spiritism has been incorporated with the hoodoo religion and practice as an essential form of conjure and direct communication with a practitioner's spirit guide. Many followers of the hoodoo religion have dubbed the doctrine as a way of life that invokes continual access to the spiritual realm. Mediums and Spiritism The role of mediums are vital to any form of religion or spirituality. Mediums are intermediaries between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. These individuals possess miraculous talents in the area of spiritual communication. The spirit is life acts as a training ground 
for the medium to fully develop their gifts of divination and spiritual communication. The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Why make another major decision without knowing the outcome beforehand? Would you like to know where your relationship is headed or what the future holds in store for you? My name is Papa Seer and I want to assist you in making all the right decisions so that you, yes you, may live your best life. Are you seeking a new career? Does your love life need insight? Or maybe you want to connect with your ancestors or past loved ones. The realm of divination holds all the answers to your fortune. Allow me to use some of my abilities, bone reading, cardamancy, tarot, and mediumship to uncover the answers to your future. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com under classes and services to book your appointment today. Your spirit guides are waiting to speak with you. That's hoodooconjurerootwork.com to uncover your destiny today. So in the realm of this whole entire spiritual awakening, everyone is, you know, running to the hoodoo tradition, running to the more esoteric indigenous traditions of our people of this land and you know we love it that's well that's good that's fine but there is something because you know me I'm always looking for what we aren't talking about what isn't getting the shine and what isn't getting the light and my spirits have been on me since the end of the year and they said, you know, I want you to switch up your ministry this year. I don't want you to talk so much about the spells. I really want you to go to a space and talk more about spiritism. I want you to talk about spiritual guides. And I want you to teach your students how to work with their own guides. Because a lot of them are putting burdens on their ancestors, relying on deities or other sources of power and energy in spaces of their life where A, they don't have to, B, where it's not going to work, and C, you have your own sources of power and you have your own guides that have been with you since the moment you took your first breath of life and they're not going anywhere. But back to what I'm talking about, right? You know, my spirit said to me, we don't hear anyone talking about mediums anymore. And the spirits of these I don't want to say forgotten, but the lifestyle and the life of a medium. These women, these ancestors of ours, they feel almost forgotten to an extent. You see, mediumship and hoodoo have gone hand in hand together for centuries. I think a lot of us rely on spells and there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of us rely on hands-on work. I think a lot of us rely on this... Disney concept of ancestral veneration to get the job done. But what you don't realize is that what you think is pushing that power really isn't pushing that power. It's the will that you have for what you're trying to put out. A lot of us have put more on our ancestors than what we need to. A lot of you are being taught to work with ancestors, spirits of the dead, but you are not being taught the first rule of any type of spiritual etiquette. You haven't even been taught the first rule of any spiritual etiquette as it relates to the spiritual realm. Because the things that we do here on this earth, this 
physical, this material, a lot of times has nothing to do with how things operate or how things move in the spiritual realm. The cosmos is vast, but you're being taught that the only part of your spiritual journey that you have to be concerned with is what you can see, taste, and touch. Yet the spiritual realm or the spiritual world, whatever you want to call it, goes far beyond anything that your little human brain can conceive or understand or digest or overstand, as some of you like to say. Once upon a time, before we had access to all of the tools that we have, once upon a time before we had access to all of the altars and the aesthetic of spirituality or spiritism, spiritual work, I think about our first, second, and third generation ancestors who, when they got here, they literally had nothing but themselves. And the only thing that they took with them were their memories, were their gifts, were their intimacies and relationships that they had with spirits before they even got to this land. And when you strip a spiritual worker of all of their aesthetics, their tools, what are we left with? Well, we are left with now the spiritual realm. We are now left with having to go within ourselves or go outside of ourselves to seek answers, to seek guidance, to get the job done. Because when you are stripped of your tools, this concept of being hands-on is now what? Obsolete. People love to talk about how we had to use what we had, but what about when we first got here and we had nothing? Oh, we have skipped over a vital piece of our ancestry. Because who do you think knew the first concepts of our cosmos or our diaspora of spirituality? It was the mediums. The ones who got off that ship with nothing but could still communicate with spirits vividly. The ones who were on the ships and still were giving readings. Let me say that again. The ones who were on the ships and still giving readings. I'm trying not to get mad because it's so many so-called teachers of this, but don't teach this. That how who do you think taught us about the roots or anything first when we got here and we didn't know any concept of the land? We had nothing but communication from the spiritual world. We had to rely on our ancestors. We had to rely on our personal guides. We had to rely on our deities because that was all we had. But see, but see, but see, let me back up. This is the beauty about mediums. This is a space where everyone can't just put on that role and say, oh, I am. I'm this. Because one thing about mediumship, you have to prove it. The things that come out of your mouth had better materialize. Those dreams, those visions, those whatever you're speaking, it had better be real. These men, these women, and even these children were the first workers on this land before we knew what High John was. I would like to think, you know, about some of my ancestors and some of your ancestors as they as they may have been plowing a field or digging a hole or burying a seed. There was a little tap on the shoulder from spirit that offered them guidance on how to bury it, where to bury it, and what it's going to do once it grows. 
And not only can you use this for food or not only can you use this for medicine, guess what? Let me show what you can do with this for luck. I think about the first generation, second generation, third generation people that were so connected with the spirits of everything because they're all around us. They, they walk out into these woods that they've never stepped foot in before. And their guide said, and this is this and that is that. But not everything that we learned came from someone else. Some of these things were taught directly from a higher source. The problem with spiritual education today is that we're being, you're teaching it from a materialist mindset in a realm where everything is spiritual and it has nothing to do with anything that you can touch for real. I think about how these mediums grew and this practice evolved and it, it actually became a culture that was very respected once upon a time and how we always want to put this image of witchery in my and I'm calling it that today on every person that practice hoodoo conjure or root work but see the problem is today we're teaching hoodoo we're teaching root work or we think we are but no one's talking about conjure because my problem because in my belief a lot of people don't know what it is. They don't know how to do it. A lot of people don't even want to have to take the time in the studying that it's going to take for you to properly invoke spirit. A lot of us don't even want to sit with ourselves, let alone sit with a dead person or the spirit of one. A lot of us don't even want to believe in ourselves, let alone believe in something that you can't see that's talking to you. But once upon a time, there were a culture of men and women who did. And it's different from what your vision or what your Hollywood version of the hoodoo practitioner looks like. These were sophisticated people. And honestly, most of them didn't want to touch anything that looked like witchcraft. Their power came from spirit. It came from source. They would tell their spirits what to do. It happened. Someone would come to them for guidance and they were able to give it. They were able to interpret dreams or have them. They knew things about this world that no one is supposed to know. Those burning questions that we all have that when we go to church, we can't get the answers to, right? This is where the mediums come in. Even those of us who claim to be or those of us who are these very strong and powerful practitioners you would be lying if you said that there isn't every once in a while you need a good medium at your side at a misa there's a medium someone has to be able to communicate with the other realm these people used to dress well they made a lot of money they held seances i mean this was really a way of life for people and I'm not saying that there aren't any mediums still living. There are many, many, many mediums who are still active and alive and are amazing at their craft and the things that they do. But this culture and this respect that we once had for them, it's not here anymore. We look to TikTok and everything else for guidance instead of getting one-on-one -on -one with someone who can really see and feel and hear and speak on what is going on. One of my favorite movies. Is Eve's Bayou. I think to me in my opinion. 
that is one of the most, if not the most authentic as it relates to the hoodoo practitioner. Because some people said it was about voodoo. It's not. There was very much hoodoo in that movie. But what I love about it is that both of those workers, in my opinion, were hoodoo spiritists. Both of them were mediums. Both. Mademoiselle wasn't as hands-on as the other practitioner. But her gift was no less powerful. All she needed to do was either look into your eyes and touch your hands. And I mean, this woman's visions were so clear that she could give you details down to the time when someone was coming back or when they were leaving or when they were leaving this earth. Now, that's a real gift. That's beyond anything any of you can think to put your hands on in this world. And there are people that are breathing that can do that. Blessed are the spirits that walk with me. Then I think about the other worker who had a gift that, you know, we don't, we, we're, we're scared of this one. And I understand, you know, nobody wants to have to have a battle with Peter. But this was a spiritist who worked with the spirits of animal fetishes. You see, if you pay close attention, they were two workers, very powerful, but very different in how they did things. But spiritists hoodoo spiritist nonetheless think about the other one she divined with cat bones and then her gift was so good she put them to the side and said I don't even need these I can see the spirits around you and they telling me what's gonna happen then she went and did the work and put it in the carcass of a snake in a specific place where she knew the spirits were See, just because somebody isn't as hands-on as the next practitioner doesn't make it anything less. And just because someone is hands-on in their work doesn't always mean that it's that more powerful. The Hoodoo and Chill Podcast will return after this short ad break. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you like what you hear, guess what? We want to hear from you. Use one of the links in the description to join the official Hoodoo Conjure Root Work Discord server. The Conjure Square group chat is totally free and open to all listeners. We want to know your thoughts and we want to hear your opinions. So again, use any link in the description to join the official Hoodoo Conjure Root Work Discord server. I'll see you there. But, you know, you still get a little shook sometimes when we have those grandmothers or grandfathers in our life. They can speak something so vividly and it just it, and it happens the way exactly they say it's going to happen. And we talk about speaking things into existence. That is power. I'm so happy to see ancestral veneration becoming a household thing in the African-American community in 2023. You know, I think we all should give ourselves a hand clap and just a hug because we are helping usher in something that's been lost for a long time. So I'm very happy to see that this is becoming a household thing. But what I don't want, and definitely not for my family, not for my students, not for the listeners of this podcast, is I don't want us to become people that hide behind our ancestors. And when I say that is because as a spiritist, you have to understand that you have access to more than just your ancestors and you are supposed to work with them and love them and venerate them in the space where you're supposed to. 
And what do I mean by that? The first thing is I always talk about, I've been preaching on this since the day I've started this podcast, is just putting too much on them and burdening them, making your ancestral veneration work almost appear as spiritual abuse. You know, I always say, think about what you're asking for. Think about who these people were. If you knew that your grandfather was, <laughs> you know, maybe not the best person on this earth and he died 10 years ago, in 10 years, that spirit has not elevated enough to be asking grandfather for a quarter million of a dollar car or something like that. Like, I'm just going to be very honest and real today because I'm I'm tired of the lies we're teaching about ancestral work. It's, 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 at this point, it's becoming lies. It takes spirits a long time, sometimes a short time, just depending upon the things that they did on this earth for them to elevate to a point where they are able to materialize for you on a level like that. And the spirits that you do have that can, this is the sad part. Most of you have skipped over them. You've put something on in in a space of ancestral veneration. When you have access to a personal spirit guide who can do that for you, or at least can guide you to the way of how it's going to happen, but you put it all on grandmama and she was a sharecropper, nothing wrong with that. You know, she had a third grade education and you're asking her to teach you how to open up the doors for you to do this, this, it's not logically, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, not saying that grandmother's spirit won't get to a place and a time when it can happen like that. Yes, maybe a few centuries on down, maybe a few generations on down, grandmama would have elevated to that purification of a spirit where she may know those intellectual things for you, but 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line. No, I'm, it's it's not happening. And I hate to burst people's bubble today or make or even try to make it seem like I'm downplaying ancestral veneration because I'm not. I think I teach on that more than anything else. But I think that we have to be real with ourselves about how far that can go. If your goal is to be a fluid spiritual worker, this is why we have a spiritual court. And the truth of the matter is. Not all of our ancestors are elevated. They're not. That's the whole point of ancestral work is for you to love and continue to elevate them so that their so that your offspring's offspring can have an ancestor that's very elevated and can materialize for them. Some of us need to go back a few generations to pull for that type of energy, not from an ancestor that just passed away a few years ago for things like that. You might want to go back a few generations. Spiritism comes with many benefits, many. But the truth about this is, it's not for all of y'all. Many of you are just natural born materialists or you have been fed something and honestly, you you believe it, you understand it, and you agree with it. And I'm not here to argue or knock anyone for what they believe in. I'm here to talk to those who I'm supposed to talk to today. This is for y'all. Because I think the space of hoodoo mediumship has been forgotten about. And I, I want to use this platform today to bring it back that we need you. You're important. You are the vessel that can stand between the physical and the metaphysical. Without you, we cannot get those messages. We need you. We need your guidance. We love you. And some of you have the ability. You just need a little bit more training. You need a little bit more faith in yourself. You need to sit with yourself. You need some time. You need some, you need some love. You need some intimacy with your spirit guides. Because there are many benefits of this way of life. But it isn't for everyone. 
It's not. This is truly a way of life for people who are gifted in the area of spiritual communication. You will understand this. This way of life will make sense to you. This will elevate your work to another level. And I'm not speaking on something that I have not experienced in my own personal journey. Because there are a lot of things about the occult, about the realm of spirituality that your godparents just don't know. Your mentors just don't know that I don't know. And you need a source of communication outside of just man who can guide you personally. Hear what I said, my people, meaning that this guidance is literally catered to the way you learn, the way you understand information, the way you digest knowledge. And this is why I love spiritism, because it's individualized. Those spirit guides that walk with you, your angels, your guardians, your protectors, some of you have animals. Well, we all have animals technically, but those of you who understand the messages or overstand the messages coming from your animal totems, it's a beautiful space. Because I've had a lot of questions that have been answered directly from my ancients is what they told me to call them. My ancients. I love them. Anytime when I want to know about something esoteric or question about this world, I go talk and sit with my ancients. When I need to know something about people or what's going on in a situation, I got Papa Gordo. When I need to know about roots and herbs, I have every single living plant around me because yes, the plants talk to me and definitely trees too. I'm one of those people. I am one of those people. I will listen to the trees and the water. And animals and all of them. Because they're all talking. You just have to learn and listen. Because they don't talk to everybody. Some of you are so clouded. Your life is too loud. That you're missing out on a lot of knowledge. That's not just going to come from someone who's teaching you hoodoo. Or even just your ancestors. There's a guy that's walking with you right now. Waiting to tell you exactly what you need for success. How to get there what turns to take, which ones you need to watch out for. Some of you call it your conscience. Some of you call it an angel. Some of you call it just the knowing. No, I say it's your spirit guide. They may just have not shown themselves to you, or maybe you just don't want to meet them. But trust me, you all have one. This way of life, for those of you who walk with mediumship, and now I'm talking to my mediums right now because you all have a very special place in my heart. Any of you that are dealing with this sensation of mediumship or having messages from spirits of the dead or spirits around you, my heart goes out to you because I understand you, I overstand you, and I just want to offer you some love and some compassion today. If it's something that you want to understand better or a, a gift that you want to learn how to tame, seek some training. Go get yourself some good books on this. Learn how to cultivate your gift or at least learn how to control it if it's not something that you want to use for the public. But for those of you that do, that offer yourselves, know that my heart goes out to you because you got a hard job and if no one understands what you do, it's me. And without what you do, this world would be truly lost. And it's only because of you that we have even made it this far that a lot of these things that people don't understand, you are the person. You all, you guys are the people that we go to. Do you hear me? That your gift is not for nothing. And that to be chosen as a vessel 
of communication for us, those of us who can't hear or choose not to hear. You have one of the hardest jobs on this earth, but know that there's someone out there that loves, respects, and appreciates you in all that you do. There's a lot of learning that has to go into that craft. It's a gift, but you turn it into a craft. You have to study. You have to isolate. You have to learn education on spirit forms, what they do, because so many of them, you can see them. If you don't have knowledge on what their capabilities are, then you are lost. I don't think a lot of people understand how much training these people have to go through and undergo. Oh, I'm an intuitive reader. Good for you. But there's someone out there who can see a whole different world and and they're just trying to understand it because you can only see what's around you. There are people out there who see so far past the things that we see, taste, and touch that it would shock you and blow your mind. There are people out there that understand how small we really are on the grand scheme, scheme of things. You really should give these people some more respect. Spiritism is a playground of theology science, psychology, and spirituality, all wrapped up in one nice package. And it's not necessarily religion, but it is a lifestyle for people who are gifted in this area. My spirits put it on me because, you know, they were saying, you've been teaching so much about just the workings. You've been teaching how to lay the tricks. You've been teaching how to do so many of the hands-on things, but you are doing a disservice to your students if you do not teach them how to communicate those who can or them to even understand the spiritual realm. You are doing your students a disservice if you do not teach them this spiritual etiquette that they're going to need to help enhance their craft. You are doing yourself a disservice if you don't teach these students how to connect with their own personal guides so with that this year you know i'm excited for all of you all because we are going to start doing things differently podcasting from a different you know scope of things i've even decided to put together some classes for you all one that is happening this month we've already done this before but i want to do this differently spirit told me why don't you try doing a midnight class and i said that sounds so good Instead of us, you know, coming together at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, why don't we have a midnight class, a ritual class where we can really talk about how to invoke these guys? I've done this before, but I want to do this differently because this is more of a ritual style class. And I feel like midnight is the perfect time for this. Those of you who are going to be on the West Coast, I love you. I'm sorry for you. But for those of you that are on the East Coast, midnight is the time that we're going to start. It's on Saturday, January the 21st. And I am really, really excited about this. It's already on the website. It's on the homepage for those of you that are interested or want more information on it. HoodooConjureRootWork.com. But this class is called Invoking Your Spirit, guys. And I've done this before for those of you who attended the first one. I mean, it was awesome. Those of you who want to reattend, I implore you to do so. Because like I said, we're going to do this at a different time of night where the spirits are a little bit more active. We're doing this on a Saturday going into the Sunday morning. So like I said, I I really want to see who's going to show up for this. Um, Of course, always the classes are about an hour long, sometimes 90 minutes, but it's always a magical experience. And it's always an experience um, when I get to meet you all and just go into a ritual space with you. So if you want more information on that, again, it is on the website. 
as well as we do have a new course coming up for 2023. And um, this is dedicated to all of my mediums out there. Those of you all who are seeking more guidance on how to develop that gift, me and one of my spiritual daughters have put together a beautiful eight-week course because she herself is very gifted and has gone through a journey that I think could offer some guidance and assistance to some of our budding spiritists out here. And it is an eight-week course on initiation into spiritism. Okay. Your spiritist initiation will not be something that is physical. Okay. This is an initiation that is truly done in the spiritual realm. Some of you will have dreams, some of you have visions and so on and so forth and many other things. And what this course is designed to do is to help you develop your gifts, whether you are a medium, whether you are a diviner, whether you are a spiritual worker or one who just feels like you have the gift or the aptitude to be able to work with entities outside of just the things that we can see or communicate with them. Or if you want to learn how this course is dedicated to you. And this is a realm where I flourish in. This is a love of mine. And um, I'm so glad that my spirit guides have shown me how to teach this in a way that doesn't expose too many of my personal secrets, but also will help you develop your own. Okay, um, a lot of you are missing out on the guidance that you deserve. So I would hope to see you all. This course, this eight week course starts in March. I would hope to see you all in March. And I will hope to see many of you again this month in January on the 21st at midnight as we go into our ritual class on invoking our spirit guides. So how do we wrap this up today? How do we bring this home, this message of hoodoo spiritism? I hope that I inspired you all to think above and just beyond materialism or the things that you put your hands on, the things that you can see, the things that you can touch. I hope I inspired some of you all to look more into yourselves and what your gifts really are. You may not be such a hands-on worker. Your work may come through in the form of the spiritual realm. You may be more tapped in there than necessarily having to put your hands on things here on earth. Okay? Um, For those of you that work in the profession of divination, okay, this is going to help you in that area as well too. You know, diviners speak directly to spirits themselves. But this will help remove some of those blockers because we all have some of them whether you're a seer you may not be able to see your visions as clearly as you need them to if if you're if you're able to get it through you know you know audio maybe the messages come in a little whispers or maybe you can barely hear them and it's just almost like you know chatter but 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 not full conversations well that will that will change for you that will evolve with the right training what I have to tell you, you guys have to get the right training. This is not for everyone. Investing yourself in your journey. I would hope that all of my mediums that did listen today, that um, I inspired you all to enhance the things that you do to continue on the path that you're on. Because like I said, we need you, we love you, and there is someone out there rooting for you. I will hope that this message inspire all of you to just think outside of the box as it relates to your journey, you know? 
there's way more to this than just the things that we can see, the things that we can taste, and the things that we can touch. And there's a whole entire cosmos out there. And it's just waiting to be unlocked and waiting for you to gain more of the knowledge from it. I want to thank each and every last one of you for just taking the time to listen today. I want to thank each and every last one of you for supporting the podcast and just looking forward to the bigger things that are coming for 2023. I also want to invite each and every last one of you on Wednesday. We will be doing another show. It is called The Glory of Black, where we have been discussing the black saints of hoodoo. And this Wednesday, we will be discussing the life of Saint Josephine Baquita. And when I tell you this story right here is so inspiring and triggering all at the same time. If you thought that our last podcast on St. Martin de Borres was good, wait until you hear the story of St. Josephine Baquita. And we will be podcasting that again on Wednesday and that shall be available wherever you get your podcast. As always, my people, I just wanted to remind each and every last one of you that you are the gifted ones. You are the chosen ones. Welcome to your new year of 2023. Welcome to your year of luck. Welcome to your year of creativity. Welcome to your year of inspiration and your year of prosperity. Okay? You all are going to evolve this year. There are so many good things in store for you this year. Those blockers are being removed from you this year in your life is upgrading this year i'm speaking all of these blessings on all of my listeners all of the fans all of the supporters of the podcast each and every last one of you i am speaking these blessings all over your life i want each and every last one of you to remember that you are strong you are powerful you are important your bloodline is divine okay your ancestors are powerful they are waiting for you to help elevate them they're helping you they're guiding you but guess what your spirit guides they're powerful they're guiding you and they've been with you since the beginning as well too and they know exactly how to speak to you as always my people i bless your hands i bless wherever you go may your hands be like the mightest touch everything that you touch may it manifest as if it were gold For those of you that are about to go to sleep tonight, may your dreams be blessed. May you meet your spirit guides as you sleep tonight. And to those of you that are on your way to work, may you have the best day. With that, my people, I love you. I send you out in protection and I release you into the atmosphere. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Who Do and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.